This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866 we be big. Uh, so we <laughs> uh, brand new hour is here with us. The fun begins. Helmsy's out. Should be back with us on Monday. I told you though, the Speedy and the real Greg Burgess gave you a kickoff hour. Eddie Van Adler settles in now for the YouTube. Uh, experience live and archive all kinds of ways to get the show you can get them live you can get them archived uh, and uh, you can find all those ways at rick and bubba spell out the word and.com really if you look at it all we're missing is the silver tongue one the man with a golden voice professional lunch eaters man of the year the inventor of pizza and a cup shakespeare's worst nightmare and the master of the king's english Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Baba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates, everywhere. Come on in. Hi. Somebody say hey. There we go. Bubba, how do, how do, how do? Yeah, we're good, Rick. How are you, sir? Right, well, we are, are ready to go. We we have a lot to do, as I mentioned. Uh, sadly, we do. Uh, yesterday, got the word that uh, Dr. Charles Stanley yeah. uh, went on in at the age of 90 into the presence of the Lord that he so faithfully served. So a uh, senior pastor at First Baptist Church Atlanta, but... As you said, In Touch Ministries uh, was heard and seen all over the world. Yeah, had a had a profound influence on me, and uh, you know him and Billy Graham were always the big two in my book. Yep, absolutely. And uh, everybody else was uh, in line behind them. So hate to lose him, but uh, wow, you know he's going on oh. to a great, great reward. Yeah, let me tell you this: uh, no, nobody has to worry about that. And uh, I'm I'm with you. When I first became a follower of Christ, and you know, my of course, my grandmother, who was devout, you know, you think she didn't love Charles Stanley? Yeah. Say, you, you think Meemaw Burgess didn't love Charles Stanley? <laughs> Solid. So anyway, uh, so I, I, I read some of his writings and commentaries and uh, even um, a devotional that was that was helpful uh, through um, uh, some dark days. So Charles Stanley, he, uh, he definitely will hear a well-done, good and faithful servant and, uh, and finished well. And, you know, a, a lot don't finish well. 
And um, even people who start out really, yeah. really good don't finish well. You know, so, in, in a weird kind of way, too, In Touch Ministries plays a uh, a key part of this show getting started. I don't know if you know I, that. I know. I don't know that. Uh, I'd like to Back when I was selling TV, I actually sold time to them and uh, made my, my budget for the year. Uh, and I was promptly fired after that. So yes, then I, I had to that. go and, and get a job at the uh, radio station there in town. And uh, that ended up being where I was the chief engineer and ended up getting you to come be the morning Well, show look guy. at that. So how about that? How about that? Isn't that funny? That, that is. That, that, it's kind of a long road, but it is part yeah, of the road. Yeah, I, re- I remember yep. that. I remember that story. So we've got that. We'll hand out another check today. I mentioned that at the top of the hour. So the, the Rick and Bubba Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge continues to – to make a difference, we got the Bible study back uh, today. Uh, we'll be in Revelation chapter eight, and you know, I was telling Greg, he and I were looking this over, and and he said, uh, "Well, uh, you know, I have to talk to you about this." He said, "I thought that women would be in heaven," and and I said, oh. "Well, of course they'll be in heaven, Greg." <laughs> he said, "You sure?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Did you see how Revelation eight starts?" Of course, I had, and I said, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, it says for thirty whole minutes there'll be no sound; it'll just be silent." <laughs> just send your email to <laughs> Leave me out of it. So you are going there. Says <laughs> oh, for a half hour, complete silence. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just Maybe a, they arrive late. Greg, it's just a little fun. A little yeah. fun there. That's all that is. Little Joshua. Little, little, that's a, little jo- that's a joke that's been around for a long time. A little fun. Yeah, it's funny. All right, so anyway, it is Revelation 8 today. And, and actually, on, on a serious note, whew, it's a... Boy, don't let that be your plan. Uh, so you, you do not want to be around for all that. So uh, so anyway, we we will uh, we'll we'll talk about that today. It'll be live noon Central Time, one o'clock Eastern, on the uh, YouTube channel. There'll be an archive after that soon after Adler gets out there, and you can take that on your own time, either on the YouTube channel or on the podcast channel. Also, fix Mama's mouth. Uh, we we got May fourth is coming up. That'll be the cutoff. If you want Mama to have a chance to get that seventeen thousand dollar dental makeover. From Dr. Dudney, you need to get all the information we need for her to be considered, and that deadline is approaching. So go to rickandbubba.com where it says contest. Click on that, and I cannot stress this enough. Do everything it says to do. Follow it to the letter uh, so your mom will be considered. And we'll see. We'll do it. That's another. We, we always enjoy those, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, also, we have several other reports out today we have to cover. We had a New York City garage collapse i don't know if you guys saw that that looked really bad uh we have uh a a, i don't want to say a good sucker punch but it is one of the most clear sucker punches you will see at the end of a wrestling match really yeah okay i mean it was it was really bad today we'll have to take a look at that when you say wrestling match do you mean like a sport yeah yeah Yeah, it's like a high school thing okay and somebody was not happy they lost no they didn't get just lost they lost 14 to 2 wow uh yeah. Would you say this would fall under the category of sore loser? Yes. yes. Oh, yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. I think okay. you'd have yeah. that. So when we talk about 401ks and we talk about IRAs, um, that, look, you're out there. You got them. I got them. Uh, and, of course, I'm working on moving what I can uh, to bank on yourself because I, I've, I've been educated that, uh, you know, the government is actually running my retirement. I'm not running it. Uh, and, and if you don't believe that, uh, then you go and try to, uh, take some out there. The, the government is going to tell you what you can and cannot do. They'll tell you how much you can borrow. They can tell you, uh, when you got to pay it back. They'll tell you how much taxes you're going to owe any penalties. If you take it out too soon, they'll also penalize you if you wait too long. 
Uh, so there, uh, and and that is, by the way, last time I checked, our money. It's not the government's money, <laughs> uh, but they treat it as if it's theirs. Uh, and when you look around at the soaring national debt, who do you have any idea what some of us that aren't there yet? We don't have any idea what we're going to pay in taxes if we when we decide that we're old enough to now start taking some of it out. Uh, are you destined to outlive your savings? The answer, most of us, yes, because our, our lifespans are much longer now than even when these ideas uh, were entertained. And most people outlive their savings most people, on average, by 10 years or more. So so anyway, if you would like to find out about Bank on Yourself, now let me tell you some things you're going to love. Built-in inflation protection. With Bank on Yourself, your money's guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both good times and bad. Uh, you'll know, peace of mind, the guaranteed minimum value, value of your retirement savings the day you plan to tap into them and at every point along the way. It's not a guess. When you go to bank on yourself, you're in control, unlike the 401ks, unlike the IRAs. Uh, you can get access to your money for any, pers- any purpose at any time with no questions asked and no government penalties or restrictions on how much income you can take uh, or you can or when you can take it. Okay, uh, And also some of the, some of the most um, uh, savvy businessmen out there is a strategy are using bank on yourself. It, uh, McDonald's used it to, when no banker would lend them a dime. Uh, anybody can do it. So guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income, no luck, no skill, no guesswork, tax-free retirement income. Can I tell you what your taxes will be on, if you do bank on yourself? Zero, so you know. So would you like to find out more? Yeah, it's pretty intriguing stuff, isn't it? So why don't you get the details right now going to bankonyourself.com slash and then three letters RBS for the Rick and Bubba Show. Bankonyourself.com slash RBS. So, Bubba, you uh, you have an update. Uh, speaking of uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, we we have an update on Bubba's health. Yeah, uh, again, I want to thank everyone for the thoughts and prayers. Uh, we uh, we had our ninety day uh, cat scan blood test uh, early this week. Everything looks good, all clear. Liver doing good, so uh, we're good for another ninety days. And we appreciate you keeping us in your thoughts and prayers uh, in that and. Rick, if we get one more uh, good report, we'll get to graduate to uh, only twice a year. How about that? Every That's 90 so days. Awesome. Yeah. So in, in, in the report yesterday was very, very good. Yep. So All, that, good. That, All that, good. That That's exciting and and much to celebrate. Yes. Yes. And, very happy to get that behind us. You know, you have to kind of hold your breath there every 90 days. Oh, but, I know. Uh, I know. And I know that's no fun. But, no. you know, I know you have the right attitude about it. But, boy, what an elation, uh, a feeling of elation when you get a good report. Like oh, that. yes. Yes. Always enjoy getting those. And you, you guys know I don't I don't live my life expecting bad news. we got a lot of projects going on. But, uh, yes. Uh, you do have to pause for a minute and say, you know, let's let's see how this is going to go. And uh, so far, so good. Well, it, and it's one of those things. Uh, and I, I'm not again. I, I don't want to over spiritualize, but I don't want to under spiritualize. Uh, there's a lot of things that have happened with you, considering the kind of cancer that you that you were diagnosed with, uh, that uh, seems to be boggling the mind. You yeah, know, it's, you know, it's in, the, in in the beginning it some was some oddities for well, sure. Yeah, in the beginning it was oh well, it's secondary. Absolutely, it's always secondary. And then we find out, praise God, it's not. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know this, and it just keep these keep getting these great reports. And and again, we none of us know the future. Uh, you know, I was talking with a person that I know that's got a you know a, a pretty grave diagnosis coming up, and he and I were talking, and and I looked at him, and and he knew it because he's a powerful person of faith too. And he said, I said, buddy, I said. 
there there is a a, a really good chance that uh, that you'll outlive me. I mean, and I, and, I, and, I, and I said I may have a I may not ever have a health diagnosis, but right. I mean the most I'm about to pull out of my driveway, and if I don't do it right, uh, left, and right again, or left, right, left again, I mean none none of us. Jesus told us that. He said he said it's okay. By the way, don't take what Jesus is saying saying that planning is a sin because it's not. Right. The point he was making is don't squander the day that's in front of you. Because the day that you're planning may never come. Right. You know, deal with the one that's right in front of you. And as Jesus said correctly, it's got all the trouble you need. Right. <laughs> right. And deal with it, enjoy it. But right. you know, uh, I, I'm I am thankful, and I do think it is miraculous yeah. that we have the doctors and we have the technology yeah. we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that these CAT scan and MRI machines are so readily available. Uh, in our country, I know a lot of people complain about our health care system, and it's certainly not perfect. But it is so far ahead oh. of what the rest of the world has, it ain't even funny. Matter of fact, the only and, thing's uh, wrong with it are us tampering with it. Yeah. If, if, yeah. We, if we get the government out of it, uh, it would even be better and yeah. more affordable. Yeah, and let the, let the marketplace handle all that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, to have that, and, and I want to encourage people to, to really, to you know, early diagnosis on this, and I was lucky that I had a gallbladder attack. So they found this, mm-hmm. um, you know, early diagnosis is the key. We can beat a lot of these things if they get on it early mm-hmm. and, but you have to be diagnosed. So m- make those doctor's appointments stay, you know, get those, especially us men. We hate going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. We, we wait till something's about to fall off before yeah. we go get it checked. Yeah. You know, get your routine, uh, uh, yearly checkups and, and get the scans they encourage you to get, keep an eye on everything and try to stay on top of it. Cause it, it's not fun, but, uh, the other part of it's not fun either. The, um, you know, when you, when you think about what the, a blessing to have yeah, the opportunity to yeah, do that. You know? a- absolutely. And, and the, um, um, I, I'm going to say this and, and I know it's only this show would say this mm-hmm. in a strange way. Those of you that think that Skinwalker Ranch is trying to kill Bubba, Skinwalker Ranch actually saved Bubba. It really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, really I, I, I hate to bring that up because we will <laughs> if give. If you want to go down that avenue, right. yes. We will give Skinwalker Ranch credit for going after Bubba's gallbladder right. because it's gone after many, right. apparently. Yeah. But in, the, in Skinwalker's uh, attempt to go after Bubba's gallbladder, it actually revealed the problem in his liver that probably saved his life. Isn't that crazy? So Skinwalker Ranch may have saved Bubba. Yeah, as it all opposed, depends on how you look at it. It all depends on how you look at so it. So let's get a, get one in the wind category. Right, and and y'all got to stop saying that Skinwalker Ranch brought the tornado <laughs> Bubba's house. That didn't happen. <laughs> no. that, the, your timeline's off on that. Yeah, well, they, yeah. You know, and, I mean, and plus yeah. they're, they're not known for that. No, they, yeah, that's not on their list. Gallbladders yeah. was on their list. Right, right. But, uh, but tornado's not on their list. Right. So, so uh, anyway, all good. Thank you again, and please stay on top of your health. Don't let it get away from you. Well, and Bubba, your commitment to stay on top of yours. Well, is, I, I is, got uh, I got drug in there. Right. You know, yeah. It wasn't, yeah, yes, it wasn't yeah. that I was planning. Right. I'm, I'm not saying I get a gold star <laughs> for planning. Okay. Right. Are you, uh, I'm just saying, take advantage right. of this wonderful Abs- technology absolutely. that we have. Absolutely. These PET scanners, no these question. MRIs. <laughs> no, golly, we scanners. got some good stuff. You Amen. Know? Amen. And on that note, so and I like the CAT scan myself. Is that the one you like? <laughs> well, it's just a whole lot easier. Right. It is. Get a little fur on you, but other than that, it's fine. <laughs> nah. um, bad part. Of course, you got to find a good tabby. Right. So, <laughs> but on that note, uh, to to nutshell Damar Hamlin, I, I guess what what they're saying is that Damar Hamlin is at no higher risk playing football for this to happen 
than anybody else who plays football. As a matter of fact, they say this happens a lot, unfortunately, in Little League, and it has to do with uh, the way the heart is is in, in rhythm at the time you get hit. The odds of it happening are very, very low. Uh, it did happen to him. It was the perfect storm, but but back to him being cleared to play, they basically, and tell me if I'm oversimplifying this, every single person that steps on a football field is at risk of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and he doesn't have any more risk than anybody else. That, yeah. That's what the doctors have said. I, you know, yeah. again, though, if I'm him, I have to really. Yes. Yeah. Now that's different. Can you put that helmet on and go play like you did before? Yeah. Yeah. Without thinking about it. That's going to be, it's going to be mental. <clears throat> Physically, he is fine. Mentally, it's going to be the challenge. I, I'm embarrassed to say this uh, because it's, it's, it's not fun when you have to admit something. It has nothing to do with that. It wasn't near death, but I went through playing and never, ever, so fortunate, never received, any, now everybody gets Dinked hurt yeah. in football, but I'm talking about getting injured. And I finally got injured and uh, late in well, midway through the playoffs of my senior year, which was a real injury. I never had a real injury. And I will admit, and the way it happened was something that happens in football all the time, yeah. just like this. But to your point, Greg, and I kept playing for at least a, you know another year, but I, and it had nothing to do with me not quitting, but I do remember this. I do remember that the last next time a bunch of offensive linemen fell near my foot, I went, Whoa. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I had never played like that before. Right. But I became aware of the falling bodies and the piles. I think that's it. You become aware of what's around. It's in your mind. Yeah, because I'd never had anything get trapped like that and get broke. And when it does, you start going, well, watch out. Oh, God, I almost landed on me. You know, know, they talk to you that about knees. The first time you cut, you just don't cut the same way. (laughs) You know, so think of it. Now picture my heart went out of rhythm and I was passed out and I had a heart event. That's a, and I know the odds of it happening again are almost zero. Yeah. But still. But. But that mental part is is there. Yeah. Or, it's a big you deal. know, are you more prone for it to to experience that with a hit though? You know, no. there's just so much know. we don't know. That's true. Yeah. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Do, do King you, do, do, Charles. Do you want to talk about that here? Uh, we uh, can. We, we I mean, can do it, it. It's an uh, interesting thing. And, and I know uh, you on our program follow the royal family. Uh, so you keep us updated on what's going on Well, there. let me uh, – Rick, I didn't have it pulled up Okay. Well, I, me, well, that's uh, I'm just thinking about things you and I were chatting about yeah. in, in, in the break. Well, we have the big coronation. Yeah. You know, yeah. the uh, King Charles is going to become – you know, he's the king, I guess, now, right? He is I King mean, Charles. That but is he hasn't had like the uh, – the coronation or the big party, right? I mean, right. He didn't have to be swore in. I mean, he becomes oh, the, king at his mom's right, death. Right, but they right? now they're going to do. It's almost like picture a couple that doesn't want to live in sin anymore, and and this has happened before. And they'll go somewhere and do a little small ceremony and get their paperwork done. But then they'll say, "Now we're going to have a big wedding, yeah. but we're going to do that. We we can't yeah. get that done until like two months from now. But we we want to go ahead and get the the marriage part right. done as far as us not being." Out of out out of the uh, approval of God and 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 the state, so so anyway, uh, so it's it's the legal part. You're right. That happens the minute whoever was in in front of you in line dies, and they'll do a little something there. But now this is the country does the full blown coronation right. of the king. This is the big party. This is the big one. Yeah. This this is like after this is the reception of the. This wedding, is your right? big boy. Yeah. So uh, I was reading this and uh, it, it was just curious to me. It said pope, the pope gives two fragments of the cross of Jesus Christ 
uh, Jesus Christ that he was crucified on to the king to King Charles so they can lead the new monarch's coronation procession. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And I was like, you know, I wasn't, uh, really familiar that that artifact had ever been uh, found or uh, whatever, and and I was looking at this and Rick, it's two it's two very small pieces of wood that mm-hmm. is in another mm-hmm. thing that is big and gold and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, let's see. Now Indiana both, Jones found the Ark of right, the Covenant. So right, we, we, right, yeah. got that. Both pieces are shaped as crosses. One being one centimeter in size, the other five millimeters. Uh, and are set in a larger silver cross behind a rose crystal gemstone that can only be viewed up close. Uh, The Cross of Wales, which is a gift from the king to the church in Wales to celebrate its centennial, um, will be blessed by the Archbishop of Wales, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, but anyway, I, is, is this, do they think this is actually part of the cross or whatever? Cause I, I was just, we were having that discussion cause I, I did not know that that artifact had ever been found. And, but it, again, I don't study all the artifacts, so I don't know. All right. So mm-hmm. right now I'm going to reach over here and pick up my kid gloves and I'm going to put them on. Right. Okay. Um, I'm not Catholic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I have a lot of friends who are uh, Catholic and devout Catholic, and 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 so they would be probably be speak to this more than I can. Mm-hmm. However, I, I'm familiar enough with. I went. I've been to the Vatican. Um, I, I, I've done all that, and and I will just say that our brothers and sisters, um, uh, uh, that in in Catholicism and that whole setup, they're big on artifacts, and they'll have one in a second. Okay. So I'm like you, Bubba, completely ignorant that somehow the Pope has a couple of pieces from the cross that Jesus was crucified on. I, I'm hearing that today for the very first time. Right. Okay. And, and that's why now, it kind of caught me right. off guard, too. Yeah. I, and Adler, are you well-versed on this at all? So I found— uh, It was interesting to see you weighing in on that. So, But but you may, because your parents have been in ministry a long time. I don't know. You know, the I have visited a whole lot of um, different— uh, places cathedrals uh, mm-hmm. in the uk and i mean they've got a lot, lot of stuff a lot of artifacts yeah, like this is a lot of stuff you know this is job they, they love a statue they love an artifact this is job's pinky finger or whatever right you wow know? so you're you're going even further than me a okay. lot of there's a lot of that but mm-hmm. uh so the shards i've got a, i found a picture and they it, they added it to the cross of wales that's what this big yeah. thing on the right is mm-hmm. and these are the little shards so they're very small pieces that are kind of inlaid in like a glass bead it looks like yeah. that mm-hmm. are supposedly the shards of okay. Jesus cuz I want to be clear cuz some people get confused we all that's not because that's that cross is too tiny for anybody to hang on. They, yes, they, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're just saying yeah, it splinters they, they, off. Yeah, of it. these yeah. are some shards yeah. they claim. Right. We're they claim are from that cross, and now they put them, laid them across each other, saying shards of cross now represent right. the cross by making them a mini cross. Yes. Uh, but, and, and, but this mini cross, unlike the ones you can get made anywhere, 
are supposedly made by actual pieces of wood from the actual cross. And Do in, we have that right? In, yes. in the early days of the church, which the first church was mm-hmm. what is now the, currently the Catholic church, um, there was appeared to be kind of a run on relics. In Jerusalem, some would say robbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, depending on who you're talking to about it. Right. Uh, that that a lot of that became very valuable, and as some of the Roman emperors became Christian, they wanted some of the stuff too. So they sent, you know, groups out to try to find this and round it up. So, you know, it's possible some of these things were were actually real, but there's also possibility some of them were not. Correct. Um. But I just never heard that, and I didn't know. It seems like you would hear more about it if right. they had that. And and now I'm really going to get myself in trouble. If you really had this, and and I can only take their word for it, I don't know whether they have it or not. Right. You know, do you want to give it to King Charles? Well, see, there uh, I go. For, I'm not. The, I'm not getting in any better shape, am I? Huh? I mean, of, of all the people to give it to, you know, Queen Elizabeth. Yes, I thought she was pretty devout. You know what I mean? And Quite small, and seemed to live out her faith. And this it, it this is probably well. on loan. You know? It's probably not. You right. know, they're just going to lead the procession with it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So. What's next? You going to give them some pearls? Well, I mean, I mean but uh, but the uh, uh, wouldn't you have got a bigger piece? You know, I I like well, the fact that they're mm-hmm. that they're wanting to uh, right. to at least do that. You know. So, but I, I just don't know. So, the are we? I, I'm just trying to think how it happens. I'm just going back in history to the mm-hmm. things we do know. Right. Uh, the Romans. I'm just look. This is just rich right. speculation. I mean, you, you know how much right. this is worth? About two cents, maybe. Right. Okay. Um, so they're just going to let you take take some of the cross with you. I mean, while they're well, totally I, in charge, I and think... they're and they're and they're and they're and they're executing people by cross, right. and you come up and you're taking. Your your loved one away right. who claimed to be you know God incarnate, and 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 of course we believe that he is, and 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 they say hey by the way, I know we need to rush this before sundown because right. you know we're about to start the Sabbath. Right? Could that, could we have a piece of the cross to take with us uh, just to kind of as a memory? Well, I, I tell you I, how I, I think are, this are, came are about. Are you saying they found it? I, I think later? I think how this came right. about right. later on. Right. They were going through somebody's, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in Bubba terms. Okay. okay. Well, all this is written Bubba through, commentary. They well, they you got to be careful with it. They were going through somebody's barn. It's not exactly Charles Stanley. Yeah, I understand. Right. Yeah. I understand. They're going through somebody's barn mm-hmm. who was of importance mm-hmm. to the early church, mm-hmm. and they went, "Wow, this guy's got a cross in here. I wonder why he's got that. It must be important." Right. And they started looking at it, and it had the nail holes, and, and they said, "Well, it looks like somebody was really crucified on this." So you're saying Do you what? think? Do you think that this guy maybe actually went back and got the cross that Jesus was right. crucified? So you'd have to think that, right. that one of his followers right. went back and got the whole cross and put it in a barn. Right. Okay. That, I mean, that's. I think that's kind of how this came about, just okay. glancing you sure, over the story. Are you story. sure it was a barn? Well, it's what I'm calling a barn. Okay. They found it at his you know, residence or something right. he owned. or yeah. and, and it, it wasn't was, a we were digging not, not and, we everybody. Found, and we found up maybe on Golgotha. Right. No, we're, we're digging like there. That. Okay, because no, no. now, you know, you get over there, you know. Right. But, <laughs> I, but I think the thing was they went, well, we never find crosses in people's barns. Right. And well, we I actually found, saw a guy walking down the side of the road with right, one on his right. shoulder, but, but it had wheels on But it. back in this time. Right. And they go, well, this guy had one, so there must have been some particular reason he saved it. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, you think this could be it? 
well, that has to be why he saved it. He wouldn't have just gone and got one from right. anybody yeah, and sense. saved it because nobody else was saving it. Unless maybe he was in the Ku Klux Klan. Well, you know, right, you're right. I'm yeah, just saying. Right, you're right. They call it the true cross, right. the cross yeah. in which – it's a big statement. And the, the first memorabilia. There's some uh, piece. That, yeah, that's, that's a that's, <laughs> a, that's a big statement. The uh, but I think that's and I think it was discovered. You know, probably a few hundred years understood. after the fact. Right. Understood. Yes. Yeah. No. Not. Not like. Which was something this big. Well, they didn't go down on Saturday to get a piece. No. They, they couldn't. Didn't, they didn't really realize what was going on mm. there. And yet. Sunday is probably gone. Well, well, don't you think the Romans would have removed it and been done with it? They probably. I don't know. They may have used the same ones many times. You I think? don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know, but Jesus carried it through town, so maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, was. look, I guess it's one of those things. I mean, he's the Pope. You take his word for it, but. Um, sure. And of course, he had to be told by somebody else. He wasn't there. Right. Uh, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We'll start with uh, Jamel. Is that right? Jamel? Uh, Jamel is on the line, uh, and uh, we'll chat with others and if you want to join us there's room there uh jamel welcome to rick and bubba and thank you for your patience what's on your mind well thank you it's hard to be driving to work and hearing y'all talk about the true cross i know the answers i teach ancient world history (laughs) but um here here's where it came from where the whole thing comes from you know in the 300s Constantine the Great became the emperor of Rome, and he became a Christian. That's a whole different story oh, about yeah. how he saw a cross in the sky. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he be- and that was the first time they started painting red crosses on their shields. But his mother was Helena, and she became a Christian, devout. And she went to Jerusalem during his reign. She went to Jerusalem to find the sites of her new savior. Right. And she found Golgotha and she found, uh, she was looking for some piece of the cross. Well, it's been 350 years, you know, it's been over 300 years since Jesus, but there are still Christians in Jerusalem and people who've been trying to keep up. Anyway, they showed her. Uh, and excavated an area near Golgotha where things had been, bodies, bones, things had been thrown. And she found this piece of wood, and she took it, and several miracles happened, right? She used it to see if she could heal somebody, could she, you know, and she determined that this was the true cross of Christ. Okay, so... Uh, The Eastern Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church uh, have bonafide this over the centuries. But what she did was she sent pieces. She sent some to Rome. She sent pieces back to Constantinople, where they had set up as the capital of the empire. You know, Constantine, that's why it's called Constantinople. He'd moved it over to what is now today Istanbul. And they distributed some shards of wood to some significant places. And, you know, at that time, the, the, the Pope in Rome was just one of five church centers. They had not split the church up between the East and the West yet. So the Pope was just the patriarch of Rome, and there were four other patriarchs. But that's where it all comes from. So this is probably that piece of the cross that was sent to the patriarch of Rome. 
Yeah, if if I had had one thing, and I couldn't have given the details that you have, I would have said, I bet you, if you go back to Constantine, it, it's got it'll start yeah. in there somewhere, because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of well, all this kind of when when he became a follower of Christ, that was a good thing. But boy, it was, it, it was kind of well, he was to me the first one. You know, we still do it today in the Western Church. If you've got a little bit of celebrity, and you tell everybody you've come to Christ, we'll immediately let you have some sort of authority. And put you, and put you yeah. out on a platform a little too quick, and uh, and so well, it, and and I think Constantine was like, it was like uh, hey you know what I'm he, I'm, I'm a pretty big deal the yeah. persecution he did the stop Christians, the persecution you know, yeah absolutely he did he stopped the persecutions now it was another length of time a few emperors down the way who uh, made Christianity the church of the Roman Empire. And of course, that, that all this time, the church, of, it, the Roman Empire is splitting east and west. You know, it's, yeah. they move the capital, that leaves Rome as kind of a refugee camp. <laughs> Rome yeah. was pretty run down at this point. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. I've had throat surgery. Um, but it was Constantine's mother, Helen, in the last years of her life. Okay. And that's why the Church of the Holy Sepulchre yep. that was started at that time. Right. Uh, because Golgotha and the tomb were adjacent. We yep. think they carried the body off down a road somewhere. But it was right next. They're, they're both under the same roof. Yeah, I've, I've been they, there. I've been there. And, and, and I, of course, you know, now they have the garden tomb that disagrees not disagrees. I, they didn't say that. Yeah. They they believe. But another possibility. Yeah. They believe yeah. their location is another possibility, and you can also see Golgotha from the garden tomb as well. Uh, and and they yeah. and they take you in and show you that the body would have been to the to the right, which Mark yeah. Mark says interviewing Peter that he saw the body to the right. Uh, and and they they say that we're not saying that we are the place where Jesus. Uh, was entombed, but it's it's a tomb a lot like what the Bible says should have been here. And then, of course, the Catholic, yeah, the Catholic yeah. Church will tell you the same thing. The bottom line is we were told very clearly, Jamel, and your history was very very helpful today. So thank you. We were clearly oh, we were clearly told you don't worship these things. And, uh, that's and exactly, and, and, I think and, that's why the Lord has not given us that's a exactly place, right. a body, that's a cross, exactly. or people would have been worshiping idols. It a, would have been idols. It's the same reason he would. So he we would, don't know what Jesus looked like. The Shroud of Turin is very uh, instructive yeah. on what a body that had been crucified. I mean, you know, you can see what a crucified person, but. They don't want you to worship the Shroud of Turin. Right. Thank you for that, Jamel. And you go all the way back to when body, when Moses was, uh, when God took him up on the mountain for him to end his earthly life. There was even uh, Jude talks about that Satan, Lucifer, wanted to find the body of Moses because he knew the people would worship it like an idol. And the archangel Michael brings Jesus in with him because he said he wouldn't face Lucifer without Jesus. And they deny Lucifer that because he would make it an idol. He so, knew they'd make it an idol. And that's why these things are not supposed to be readily available to us because human beings are going to worship idols. It's, it's, the, it, it's the original yeah. sin, and that is pride, of trying to worship any, every, everything other than God. And, uh, and, and we are to have nothing that we make an idol, nothing. So, nothing. So from a history standpoint, though, yeah. while – the Roman Empire and the Catholic Church were were good at documenting things because they have a long history mm-hmm. of, of written history in that. There were several hundred years between the crucifixion and when all this took place. Correct. 
So in between that, it would have been local lore about yes. this happened here, this happened there, yeah. and just what was passed down generation to generation. So we really do not know absolutely. No, and you can see what he right. said. You know, Helen gets fired up. She's new to the right, faith. Right. She wants uh, everything she can find out about it. And uh, she gets there, you know, because for the any shred of the cross to still be there 300 plus years yeah. later, yeah. it would have to be supernatural that it's not gone. Right. You know, so, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, I'm certainly not the final judge on that. But I can read scripture and know things we're not supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, top of the hour, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. From the No Name Studio, out on the bleeding edge of technology, another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, and we are so thankful uh, that you are with us today. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Eddie Van Adler here, Helmsy out, uh, and welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us. It's a little party we call Rick and Bubba. Bubba, it's time for the Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge Update. And here we go. Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings participating locations all over Alabama. Uh, Tim, welcome back for another big day. Thank you for having me again. No, well, buddy, you and your commitment to the show and uh, this uh, idea that uh, you guys came up with, just think about how many different great organizations have, have been given funds because all of them, what they do, they don't do it for money, but what they do requires money. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, and so and and people sacrificially go and eat your delicious food to try to help. <laughs> we were just talking in the back. Saints in it's, heaven. It's like everybody wins. I mean, you got to eat. You yep. got to eat on Monday, so why not help people? Absolutely, it's you know, a win, win, win scenario. Tim. To me, it's a, it, it falls in the category. Everybody can make a difference. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. so this is great, and uh, and and we are going to meet uh, another one of the great organizations that all of you in Rick and Bubba Land that participate in this uh, have helped. This is Two by Two Rescue, uh, and we want to speak to Sonya King. Sonya joins us on the Rick and Bubba Show. Sonya, how are you? Hi, doing great. Honored to be here. So thankful. Well, so it's our pleasure. So this is the point where all those who sacrificially ate delicious food <laughs> want to know what they did to make a difference. Some people ate just even though they'd already eaten, they just ate to help. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, Some of us ate twice. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but it's always, this is always fun because I love for them to hear uh, what a difference they are making. So tell us about Two by Two Rescue, what you guys do. Well, we're a no-kill rescue, and what that means is we grant life to the animals that we save. And it's really important in in our state. Um, the, I, hear, I hear an animal. I don't, is there a puppy? I don't, I don't know I what thought that I heard is. A puppy. But anyway, go no. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. that or my stomach's growling right, yeah, right. the other. It may be Bubba is. knowing the food here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're just hearing things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're a faith faith-based rescue and we believe that um it is our calling absolutely to help the animals in distress and in our state there is a whole lot of animals that are in distress so we intervene to try to keep the animals to go from going to high kill shelters um kind of like greg and lisa yes okay yeah all right so go ahead (laughs) (laughs) greg's 
<laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, Greg is a free range shelter. <laughs> yeah, Greg does his part, son. You'd be very proud of Greg. Yes, we've been discussing stories, and yeah. I am very proud of him right. and his wife. Yeah, very you proud. didn't have to. Bring, you didn't have to bring cardboard box, did you? No, no, no. But anyway, Greg's got puppies coming. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> he told us, and um, I think I'll be getting a phone call later yeah. about that situation. Yeah, yeah we'll help. Um, but uh, we love what we do, but we do it because it is a calling. It We do feel that we are answerable to God's creation. Yeah, and absolutely. so um, we take the verse very seriously in Proverbs that says the righteous take care of his animals. Mm-hmm. And so we love doing that. And um, But the need is great. Our state does suffer. Okay, I'm just going to have to tell y'all, um, you're not hearing things. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you heard it that time. For a minute, I honestly, like to myself, I thought, I, one time I thought I was doing sound effects, and yeah. I kept looking over. I'm yeah. like, I don't have a dog whimpering sound effect. Yeah. I don't have a puppy sound effect. I thought well, I have got to eat another piece of chicken. Calm this thing well, down. Because y'all have been so good to Look us, I wanted to be baby. good to y'all. Look at There's those, a little baby. gift bag for y'all. Oh, wow. She has puppies, and they are adorable. Look at that baby. You can just pass the love. Oh, now it. you see why my wife didn't join yeah. us today. Right, right. I, I, yeah. You'd be, you'd be going home with one. Uh, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those babies. They came in a bag. Yeah. They can go home in a bag. So these are some that, that uh, you guys are trying to get placed? Absolutely. So yeah. we actually rescued these. These came from Gadsden. Okay. And came with their mom and a litter of eight. Wow. They're collie mixes. And we are called literally every day, emailed every day. We have to turn down. This is how bad the situation is. We are easily up to 100 wow. requests a day. Rick, a day? A day that we have to say no. Wow. You but have to say no. We have to say don't no. Don't have room. Don't have room and don't have the funds. So that's yeah, why it's so... Um, important. So these we funds will help you maybe expand if you need to and pay the expenses for the ones you already have? Absolutely. Our greatest yeah. expense is vet bills. And so this money will go towards the vet bills. Okay. Um, last year we saved over 1300 Wow. So that is 1300 from going to a high-kill shelter, from being left in a horrible situation on the side of the road, abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, I think that one wants me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I forgot to tell you their names. That's yeah. Bubette and that's Ricky. Well, how about <laughs> Ricky and Bubette? <laughs> Here you go, Ricky. I wish I was as cute as that dog. <laughs> yeah. So you know, but uh, so but the because a lot of times, and you, we've heard this, you know, they, when we were growing up, you know, it was almost like it was a daunting thing over our heads. They even called it the pound. Yes. And, and I'm and look, Humane Society does a great job. I'm not. That's not me being negative about that. But I remember because they have to do what they have to do. But I remember the thing was always. You know the dog, the dogs and cats that don't get uh, adopted, they they have to euthanize them, and I think a lot of people were sometimes will try things maybe they shouldn't try because they think if they take it to you know uh, other to the other organizations that the dogs just going to end up being put down anyway, and right. so they do things like well it has a better chance if I just release it out of here on the side of the road in the woods and things like that. But you guys, if you get them, we you know that they won't be put down. Absolutely. And right. we follow them for life. Right. And and our motto is no more bad days. And we take mm-hmm. that literally. Mm-hmm. So these kiddos came to us at five weeks. Even when they're adopted, we tell the families, if you ever need us again, if there's a crisis in the family, something has happened where you can't keep the dog, 
we are still here for it. As a matter of fact, last month we got notified um, by a family in Las Vegas that found a dog microchipped Las Vegas? Las Vegas. And we had adopted that dog out 13 years ago. And it was now blind. It's a tripod, three-legged dog. And it was found in the road in Las Vegas. And we got that dog oh, wow. back home to Alabama. How about that? Wow. Yes. So, so we're serious. So, Tim, let's talk about what we got. What, what, what's the check today for a for two-by-two rescue? $4,500. Hey! We on a roll or what? How this about awesome. that? We're doing nothing. Can't Good. thank our people enough that come in for us. Absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> So, so forty five hundred dollars, and that 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 uh, an organization like yours—that's a lot of money. That makes a difference. Absolutely, it makes yeah. a difference. Hey, and I want to add this too. We are in Birmingham, and we're saving animals off the streets and out of bad situations in Birmingham. But we have adoptive families in over thirty states in the country, and Germany and Canada. Wow! How awesome is that? I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I mean. <laughs> So that's fantastic. Well, Sonia, the work you guys do is incredible. It's two by two rescue. Uh, thank you for the $4,500 Rick and Bubba family and Buffalo yes. Wild Wings for, for what you did. We'll come back quickly and tell you another opportunity that is coming up on Monday. And uh, these are Alabama-based Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Tim Spencer and his family uh, oversee uh, these and run these all over the state. And we'll run that down for you and tell you about the opportunity that is coming up on Monday for you to go out at the next Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge. Thank you, Sonya King and everybody at 2 by 2 Rescue. Uh, thank you for what you do and continue thank to you. do. Thank you, Rick and Bubba family and Buffalo Absolutely. Wild Wings uh, for raising $4,500. If you want to find out more about 2 by 2 Rescue, uh, their website and show notes, 2 by 2 rescuecom Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so Bubba... You know, we just talked about charity. Uh, we just celebrated uh, what the audience has done and, and heard it from another charity. Now, we're always told by the left that conservatives, they're evil. Uh, Republicans, conservatives, evil, evil people. Um, and, and, then, and then you hear a lot of this, too, and even the evangelicals. No, hey, you don't have to have some deep-seated... Uh, love of some God that, you know, the agnostics don't believe in and do good things. But then you kind of look, and if you look at the giving and all that, some of the people who scream the loudest that you need no kind of conviction uh, to give and that they're the party or they're the people who are the most loving, when you really get down to opportunities for them to show you, it never really seems to turn out well. And here is big-hearted Joe Biden again, our president, and then we'll play some of the comments from the press secretary yesterday with the Biden administration. Bubba, it's tax day, so that means that uh, the Biden's tax returns are, are made public. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I would make it public if, if, if you could get around it. Uh, because when you look at the giving of Big Hearted Joe, it, it leaves a little bit to be desired, doesn't well, it? Well, uh, Rick, uh, Big Hearted Joe giving a blistering 3.5% of his income back to charity uh, and the largest part of that to his own charity for his son. So so, uh, so, so, uh, so you're saying if I looked at that 3.5%, I would find the biggest donation yeah, is to his own son? Yeah, yeah his son's charity, Bo. Yeah. And, um, you know, we... The, the way we came up with the name Big Hearted Joe, I don't know if you remember this, Rick, years ago, 
when he released his uh, his tax uh, return when he was VP, mm-hmm. he'd give a, about 1% one year. Yeah. And that's when uh, we had coined the phrase Big Hearted Joe. Yes. Because he's giving. Yeah. So Joe, uh, his his gross income that, that is taxable. Adjusted. Adjusted, yeah. yeah is 579514 and his giving is a little over 20000 to 20 different charities. And as y'all said, the largest of that, because that looks like an average of about $1,000 a place, except yeah. you see $5,000 is to the Bo Biden Foundation. Right. So, um, but here's what I don't get. And, and look, this is, maybe I'm wrong. I know he tells us all the time that uh, that he is a devout Christian and is Catholic. Well, I, I know that there ought to at least be 10% that goes to his local parish. So where is that? Is, is did that not make the list? I mean, is that a different? Wouldn't that be in? It's in my tax return. My, my type. Yeah. From what I see, uh, he gave one thousand six hundred eighty dollars to their home church parish. That that's that's not ten percent of five thousand seven hundred nine thousand dollars. No, it's not. Okay. No. Um, no, ten percent would be fifty seven thousand. Correct. He didn't even give ten percent total, as y'all said, three point five. No. You know, of, of, of to anything. Big hearted Joe. Big hearted Joe. So, but I guess if you can be Catholic and and uh, and not agree with God and where life begins, I guess you don't have to give him his tithe either. Rick, why? Uh, so our marriage. Why? Yeah, why, if, if yeah, why if, go down the page? Yeah, you know? if you're gonna look and say that I, uh, you know, I worship a God that I disagree with a lot, I guess you can disagree with him on either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, think the tithe probably is down toward the end of the first page. Right. right. If in you Joe's if, world, if you can't uh, get God's standard of marriage and where life began right, you're not gonna get the tithe right. You know. <laughs> So so anyone. Oh man. yeah. And of course that big hearted joke. Something I forgot mm-hmm. is that Trump donated his entire salary to charity. Right. While president. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh the president now now makes four hundred thousand. Used to be two fifty and it got bumped up a few years ago. Four hundred. Right. right. Now, which honestly, for that job, w- w- when you look at the latest bank returns that were just made public again, trust me, five hundred seventy nine. There, 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 there's more going on. The, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah, that's uh, well. If you if you look at the uh, at the whole Biden family, the way they yeah. uh, they've prospered off of this, uh, it's been quite a run for them. Yeah, that five seventy nine is actually PIA. That's peddling influence adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Adler. Thanks. Did you come up with that? I just did. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, PIA. Okay, so Big Hearted Joe once again shows us how how he is big hearted. Uh, you know, he, he, he rides public transit and he remembers back when he was in a you know, little boy growing up, Joey, he's just like you and me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and no one cares more than the all loving, all caring left and their leader, the, that is now the president of the United States of America shows us how committed he is to giving by giving a whopping 3.5%, uh, and, uh, overall, not, not just, not just to his church or his parish, but overall. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so now the press secretary, uh, everybody's favorite press secretary, uh, Jean Pierre, uh, is uh, we're, we're now being asked some. You know, if Biden wants to ban assault weapons, you would think 
that the Biden administration should be able to define what they want to ban. Right. What everybody think right. is that unreasonable? Well, you mm-hmm. think you'd have a list. Does that feel down does and, that yeah. feel unreasonable? It doesn't no. to me. No. If I'm gonna ban something, shouldn't I be able to define it? <laughs> and mama. Okay. Oh my gosh, that was uh, that was actually Frenchy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go to the the first clip. Uh, press secretary uh, is is we're gonna uh, we're gonna have the ATF director Steve. I don't know how you say his last name. Is not able to define an assault weapon force. Is that correct? Okay, so here we go. Uh, as a gun owner uh, of many different types and a, and a twenty year military veteran, I have some expertise in weaponry uh, and self defense weapons. What could you, in 15 seconds, would you define an assault weapon for me? So, so if as, you go after 15 seconds, I'll just interrupt you. Yeah, so. so so I'll go shorter than that because I, I honestly, I do think that's a, if Congress wishes to take that up, I think Congress would have to do the work. But we would be there to provide technical assistance. I, unlike you, I'm not a firearms expert to the same extent as you may be, but we have people at ATF who can talk about uh, uh, velocity of firearms, what damage different kinds of firearms cause, so that whatever determination you you chose to make would be an informed one. Uh. Okay, so he basically said, you're more informed on this than I am. I'm just the director of the ATF. The, the ATF? Good <laughs> night. It's a he, joke. Well, wow. he, he tried to avoid <laughs> Is that a skit? this guy showing him up by by yielding to him and yeah. saying, uh, you know, that you would be better at that than I am. Mm-hmm. But if you're in charge of that agency and, and you're you're going around giving speeches mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. I want to ban assault mm-hmm. weapons, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be able to tell us what an assault weapon is? Or Bubba, maybe give us the list of what's on there. Bubba, I'll go back to two segments ago, and, and I'm talking to, uh, you know, Sonia, who represents uh, our, our charity today, Two by Two. Can you imagine her saying, I'm in charge of the charity? And I said, now tell me exactly uh, define to me what you would consider to be the proper process or what you consider to yeah. be a dog that had, that needs your help. And she goes, well, you probably know more about that than me. I would or, go, or just I, how about I would this? Go, yeah, but I shouldn't. Rick, I mean, I mean, right. or define what a dog or cat yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> director of the ATF. Okay, so now to show that this is kind of a running theme with the Biden administration, uh, we're back uh, to the press secretary being asked to define a woman. Now, I want you all to know out there, okay, that you have lived long enough or you've been born into a society and, and you're looking around, did any of us sitting in this room right now, all our different ages, did any of us think that we would ever live in a society that is afraid to define what is a woman? No. A- anybody? No. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, here's an attempt to try to get a definition from the Biden administration, and it's it's not going to happen. So – can you please tell me, or can you please define for me, what is a woman? Uh, our focus at the department is to provide equal access to students, including students who are uh, LGBTQ, uh, access free from discrimination. Okay. Is that, so what's the, def, what's the definition of a woman? You haven't given me that. You haven't answered my well, question. I think that's almost secondary to the important role that I have as Secretary of Education. My question is not sure secondary. My question is very simple. What is the def? What does HHS say the definition of a woman is? Uh, I lead the Department of Education, and my job is to make sure that all students have access to public education, which includes co-curricular activities. And I think you highlighted pretty well the importance of Title IX and giving students equal access, whether it's scholarship. And facilities. Okay, so you're not going to answer my question. Well. 
So that is, the, as we said, he tells you who he is. He, he is the Department of Education under the Biden administration. And they're talking about Title IX, which the Department of Education is saying they're concerned about. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, well, to be concerned about it, you'd have to define what where that concern comes from. Yeah. Are you concerned about females and women? Well, in order to be concerned about them, don't you have to define what one is? Well, you would think. And, 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 and Miguel will never do it. Yeah, well, they're not going to do it because they don't want to be caught on a clip saying what a woman is and then offending all of the right. alphabet soup crap. But aren't they offending them already because yes, they, they're making, they won't define because them. they yeah. well and also because aren't they trying to take a stand and agree that title nine's in trouble see the department of education is in a bind right now they 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 tend to be liberal but they're in the same trap of i thought we were supposed to be standing up for women's sports and it's going to be hard to do that and then allow women's sports trying to cater to another group be destroyed you see the dilemma you get in? You, you, you're, well, yeah. You're going to have yeah. to pick sides. And it won't be long after this trend continues that the trans women will own all the records and all the positions in these sports. And biological females will be forced out. Phone calls, phone calls, phone calls coming up next. All 10 lines are available. We'll go phone trolling right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so Bubba, you you've been dabbling with AI, um, and really some of the experiments you're doing may may make Elon Musk concerned. Legit, uh, Elon Musk is concerned with AI. He said, just like you know, he's really saying to AI. When I finally saw his interview, you can't have nothing. No, I mean you yeah. can't even have AI and people not leave it alone and try to do something. And of course, we we worried about this. And, and but the Rick, point he's making is actually uh, pretty unique. Yeah, I, I've been concerned with the fact that people may be overdoing what AI can actually do. And, that you know, a computer has to be programmed. Computers are dumb. They just are real good at following instructions and mm-hmm. doing it a lot of times real fast. Yep. And, you know, I was like, are they overdoing this AI thing? Well, Elon Musk kind of tackles this and why he is concerned. And I, I thought this was, it was very enlightening to me. And I think a lot of you will, it will be too. Here's Elon in his own words with Tucker Carlson. What's happening is they're training the AI to lie. Yes. It's bad. To lie. To That's lie. exactly right. And to yes. withhold information. To lie and, and yes, you know, comment on some things, not comment on other things, but but not to say what it, what, what the data uh, actually uh Demands that it say. How did it get this way? I thought it's, it's, you funded it at the beginning. What happened? Yeah, well, that would be ironic. But faith, <laughs> the most ironic outcome is the most likely, it seems. Um. <laughs> yeah, and, and what he went on to say, I saw the interview. He said, they're taking the AI, to your point, Bubba, all it does is take the information and follow your instructions. Well, there's a, a worldview out there, and he said that he went on to say the danger is for those of you that are worried about, oh, no, it's going to try to wipe out human beings. Mm-hmm. He said the problem is if the left and the woke are programming it to push their worldview, mm-hmm. then part of the worldview, I, I talked to someone about it again yesterday that says it's true. There are a lot of world leaders and elitists that believe that the, one of the problems of our world is that we're overpopulated. Now, by the way, that is a lie. 
Okay. Right. And that's why you see them going along with certain things that seem to be causing the death of people and right. eliminating people from ever getting a chance at life and things like that. In their world, this is good because the world for it to be healthy needs fewer people. Right. And uh, and so what would happen if AI was trained that worldview? Could it come to the conclusion, well, I need to wipe out some human beings? Well, mm. and, and you say, well, can h- how can it do that? Mm. Um and the thing is, it is it is programmed to learn. It's mm-hmm. programmed to get smarter. So it goes out there and it looks for information. Right. And like you say, it could get to a point where it is saying, okay, humans are bad. Mm-hmm. They're overpopulating the world because I've read that online. And we need to get rid of humans. So here is a car that has a chip in it and it has a cell connection. So if I can get in that cell connection and reprogram that car to run into a tree, I help the planet. So I'm achieving the goal. I mean, that that is really, we're really stepping that out several steps, but you could see that kind of thing happening. Yeah. yeah so- and and it's, it's just, you know, we already had the guy, he's the legal expert on uh, Fox News um, who teaches at George Mason University. Uh, is it George Mason, George Washington? One of the one of the universities there, and and he's and he's on there quite a bit. He's not controversial. He just kind of tells you what the law is. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, an AI report got out about him that he had been accused on a uh, a trip with students that he had assaulted a student, right? And had been charged with that. Yeah, well, no. he, he he that that was absolutely Don't a lie. It never happened. He'd never even been on a trip with students. I mean, college professors going on trips with you, that sounded a little, you know, shady to begin with. Bang, bang. But, uh, you know, I think the AI thing is amazing, and it can do some really cool things uh, even beyond what the programming initially was set up to do. But it also can do – it's not perfect, and it makes mistakes. And uh, Elon refers to it as – He's got a name for it here. What was it? He said it was uh, hallucination. Yeah. He, Sometimes it can have a digital hallucination where it picks up on a story that somebody wrote and thinks that it is true when it's actually not. Yeah. Or a comment somebody exactly. had made. And a lot of that can be controlled by the people who are teaching it or programming it initially. So that's what he's worried about, that they're going to go in and teach it that, uh, you know, America was bad and this was that, and not not talk about there were bad things that happened, but, you know, completely change American history. And, you know, in a generation now that gets everything from a screen, they won't know any better because yeah. they won't know to yeah. go and look at books to see the difference. So, you know, you have those kind of things. And uh, I told Rick, I said, just me playing around with the chat. GTP, this is the, yeah, this is us, our own, our own experiment with it. So this is not even hearsay. Well, and, and it's done some really good things. I asked it one time to write a, uh, a paper against the Big Bang Theory and, and, and give me all options. And, and it, it did a really good job on that. Uh, I've asked it to analyze several uh, Bible stories and, and do sermons off of those. It's done a very good job with that. It, it's, it can write commercials. It can write scripts. It, it does very good with that. Um, I asked it to do a, a thing on the show, and it did a very accurate uh, story about that. I asked it to do one on me personally, and it, it put together a great story, but very little of it was true. See what I mean? Uh, it had me growing up in the wrong town, had me going to the wrong university. Um, it uh, said that I was uh, invited to speak at an alumni event. Uh, I was thrilled and eager to do this to a school that I did not attend. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when I arrived on campus, I was greeted by a crowd of excited fans who had come to hear me speak. I took to the stage and immediately had the crowd in the palm of my hand as I regated them with stories from my childhood and my time at the university. Which you never attended. Right. right. And uh, the crowd was thoroughly Who do you think you are, Joe Biden? And, <laughs> and Bubba left the stage to a standing ovation. From that day on, Bubba has even been more beloved by fans and considered a true ambassador for Southern culture. Him, uh, and then it goes on to talk about uh, co-hosting. But it had your life incorrect. Yeah, it had the whole story incorrect. Olympic gold medalist. So (laughs) So so, I I don't think I'd trust it for Bible commentary. So AI is not perfect. Now, can can it correct and do grammar? Yes. But when it gets outside of that, yeah. Uh, it starts getting kind of strange. And like I say, the, the sermons I had it do on things were were accurate. I thought they were very but here, well but, done. But here's the key. But it could be manipulated in the future by people who say, mm-hmm. well, the Bible is not true. It's just make-believe, and some people believe in it. So it could start working that into its its analogy when it was told to do something. And that's the problem. The you already have studied the Bible throughout right. your life, so you could make an assessment of whether right. it was accurate or not. Right. What if you had never studied it and you just had to take its word for it? Yeah, well, so well, you it, don't know. It could be manipulated big time. Yeah. So I think that's why Elon's saying you're going to have to be careful. And and it really goes back to, to what we've said, Rick. Liberals can ruin anything. Oh, they ruin everything. <laughs> everything they touch, they ruin. <laughs> They screw up a steel ball sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's just. But you see the concern now. At first, you thought he was just concerned about the technology. He, he's concerned about the manipulation of the technology. Right. And, and it's taught to learn by the conversations it's having and the research it does. Right. What if those were wrong? Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. If you open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Uh, we'll get to some more of your phone calls coming up here, probably bottom of the hour. We might squeeze in one or two here. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's do 10. So you guys were telling me that uh, is this somebody that's going to get the bad sportsmanship award in this wrestling match? Oh, yeah, really? Uh, is, oh, this the, is this the bad sportsman award? Well, you, uh, you, can, uh, you can judge for yourself. Right. This, this young man so, loses the match and uh, – as he goes to shake hands with his opponent, he decides to, uh, mm-hmm. I think the term is sucker punch him. I will say yeah. this now. I don't know how it works around the country, but I didn't even know. I thought wrestling season was over. I mean, it, 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 it's a winter sport. Um, I don't know. Is this an old video? or Again, it, just because they do that in our state or our part of the country doesn't mean they don't do that around the world. And there may be people like a lot of sports that play year-round because right. it's a one sport or whatever. Maybe a tournament. You know, some like you have travel, everything. You probably have oh, a version sure. of that in wrestling, too, I guess. But anyway, Rick, that's not the point, buddy. Let's just see the match. I don't know why you're bogging down there. It says <laughs> the, uh, the tournament was in, the story we have, was on April the 8th. Okay. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was called Beat the Streets Tournament. Mm-hmm. It uh, it was at Oak Park River Forest High School in Illinois, and it, it featured these two here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is it um, anybody want to make a run at the name ha- there? Hafed, Hafed, Alicia against yeah. Cooper Quarter. Right now, this is the full match because I knew if we, but Adler and I both knew that if we showed. Just the ending, y'all would want to know what happened up to this point. We but, would. You're um, right about man, that. He's got a trap good. Right. But, uh, he was way ahead. But Cooper uh, Quarter, um, 
uh, from Spar oh, Wrestling got him Academy. Again. Got him again. Won the third place match via uh, technical 14 to 2. So it wasn't close on points. No. Uh, but what's getting everybody's attention is it's common practice that the referee brings the two together. Once it's over, you shake hands and he declares the winner. Well, at that point, when they went to shake hands and Cooper extended his his hand to be shooken or shook, excuse me, <laughs> shook, uh, is, is, is that, that's when he got sucker punched. All right, so it, it, so blue blue outfit blue, is mad. He's blue, the puncher. Is go, blue is going to punch the other guy, and blue's right. mad because this guy's way ahead and he keeps on dominating him. Is is oh, this wrestling? Well, I mean, I don't this, know what else you're supposed to do. You're supposed to. Well, I'm just asking. Is yeah. there is there a wrestling okay, version this, of running this, the score? This is it right here. This that's is a where, great question, Rick. I, mm, I don't know. He's, He's telling him good match. Oh, my goodness. Broke his nose. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That screaming at him. Oh, my goodness. Why would you do that? Broke his nose. I mean, yeah. I, I'm looking at I mean, the match. Just wrestling. I'm looking yeah. at the match, and I, now I don't. I never wrestled, so is there anything here that's bad sportsmanship? Now, nothing calls for that. Let me be clear. Right? I don't think so. It doesn't look I mean, like does he do well, something? I don't think he's the talking referees, The referee's Thank right you. there. He no. would have. Man, if there's ever a sport so that can, they can identify here. dirty play, it's yep. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right. So match is over. You know the referee. He, he tells him to shake hands. Oh my gosh! Oh man, that was bad. So we got. Uh, I think that was one of the parents that ran out. Um, wow. He suffered uh, a broken nose from the punch per TMZ Sports, uh, and will not have to wear a special face mask in upcoming events. They say. He is making the best of the situation, is already back on um, training. However, the story is that police now have launched an investigation into this uh, to see if the uh, the guy should be charged or it should be looked at any further as, oh, a, as a form of assault because he was outside yeah. the match. Well, and it also the guy's defenseless. I mean, it's yeah. it's a... Well, he's putting his hands out right. to shake his hands. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, he didn't um, like that 14 to 2. Huh? He did. Well, here's what well, we can be, say. Hey, be better. Here's what, here's, what, here's what we can say. Cooper is the better wrestler. Yeah. Hafid is the better boxer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> better puncher. Well, but, yeah. Is, is he? Well, that's pretty good. It's a good sucker punch, though. Yeah. Right, but I'm talking about his form looks good. Sucker yeah, now, punch. I, now, I don't know whether Cooper has equal <laughs> right. form. Right. Yeah. Because so they, they both knew they were wrestling. They, they did. The, Cooper didn't know they were fighting. <laughs> he didn't no, know yeah. they were boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boxing. So we don't know. Cooper may be able to box quite <laughs> right. well. But well, we, if given the opportunity. Right. But I don't know. I will tell you this though. He did. He did. He did. Though. I mean, it was a level punch. It was. I mean, he didn't. He didn't do one of those where he, people seem out of control. He connected on it. He really did. We'll and the reaction, it. if you'll look, is coming from both sides of the screen here. Yeah, well, uh, where both uh, sides normally sit. I everyone, everyone is in shock. Hafid or well, you Hafid, don't look that man, right Hafid, there. whatever. Greg, you know, you, Greg, you, you have that. Greg, of all people, you, yeah. that, that burns up. You know that feeling inside. Now, yeah. there, there's no justifying this, but what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm up. I don't understand, and I may not know enough about wrestling. I don't understand what Hafid or Hafid what he's mad about. Uh, I, I I don't know what would make you be so mad. Could you be so mad and so frustrated that nothing went your way? I'm that so you embarrassed. Just, you had a moment of rage and you couldn't hold it together. Because it looks like his own coach or own parent rushes to to him and gets him out of there and, and is like, "What are you doing?" Right. They're, they're having discussed. Well, he's probably got anger issues. Hey, Rick, there's a real step out. Yeah. Right. Rick, I don't know. Why don't we go ahead and give you your counseling certificate? Right. <laughs> but 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 I mean, right. he, he's clearly talk about a sore loser. He, he's clearly a sore loser. But I'm a little disappointed that the video doesn't continue because I want to see what this guy who's helping him. 
He gets up and he's headed toward that other bench, and I'd love to see what happened next. Well, it, it, it says it says that, it says that the referee who was thinking quick, if you'll see him, he's coming back from the table to hold the parents and the coach back. Yeah, he and and so he made sure that they didn't get to whoever that is that's with the wrestler. Um, yeah. and trying to get him out. But I've watched this oh, video fan, so many lie. times. Well, thanks goodness. I, every time okay. I watch it, I, I watch the reactions of different people. I, I know. Like I you have this one that. sweet little family and the guy. They can't believe what they see. And they're just sitting there and everybody's like, what in the world? Did you um, – um, so he did have a broke nose? Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. and uh, but but he's, It looks like it's not going to – I mean, he's, he's, okay. he's back. To no the, surgery, yeah. anything like that. Doesn't look yeah. like it. That's really surprising because it was a pretty good punch. And the fact that he was defenseless. Now, I did go back and watch that time, even though he's got good move through his shoulders. He doesn't get his weight behind it, which I'm thankful for that. He's, yeah, a, little well, off, he's a little off balance when he finds well, it. That's so part of the sucker punch. Yeah, so he didn't really step into it, thankfully. But he did rotate. He did. He did. He I was wondering, at what moment did he think, hey, I'm going to punch him? Was it when he got up? I know. When? Phone calls next. Rick and Bubba. Uh, all right, Bub. So what's Fauci up now? So uh, up now. We, we talked a little bit about it the last two days. Mm-hmm. As we continue to put bricks in the wall so we can and connect the dots, so to speak, to find out where COVID-19 actually came Here from. We go. And why were we having such a hard time finding out about it? Yep. Well, we have the former director of national intelligence, and we talked about that, and he is agreeing with the CDC director that Dr. Fauci lied to Congress under oath about gain-of-function research. So here it is. Um, I mean, this is, this is straight from the committee. All right, here we go. In November of 2021, Dr. Fauci told Senator Rand Paul under oath that the NIH did not fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab, despite having been explicitly told in an email in January of 2021 that NIH had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan Institute through the EcoHealth Alliance. During the committee's initial origins hearing in March, I asked former CDC Director Dr. Redfield whether the NIH, NIH was funding or had funded gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute, and he told me, direct quote, no doubt, unquote, NIH was funding this research in Wuhan, refuting Dr. Fauci's claims. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Mr. Ratcliffe, uh, do you agree with Dr. Redfield? I do. Given what we know now, if you were in Dr. Fauci's position, would you have denied that the NIH's role in gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab? No. Do you think that Dr. Fauci lied under oath? I think that uh, some of Dr. Fauci's testimony is um, inconsistent with uh, some of the intelligence that uh, we have that remains um, uh, classified, uh, as well as inconsistent with some information that is publicly available. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's about as nice a way of saying somebody mm. lied, as you can say. Dirty little Fauci, dirty little Fauci, I'm a dirty, dirty little man. Uh, so, but, but I want you to think about this. Fauci, if all of this narrative seems to be clear now, no matter what your political affiliation or what you've been told you can and cannot like or say uh, in our new free society. It's apparent that he found himself in what the uh, old story I learned when I was a little boy, the catbird seat. We're the ones that were funding this gain of function. She says Wuhan. I always say Wuhan. Uh, In the lab, I don't know which one's correct. She's probably 
more educated than me, so maybe it is Wuhan. Um, so whatever you call it, I'm in this lab doing gain of function, as Bubba's pointed out, just like I did in America when they allowed me to. Uh, and then they said it was too dangerous, so I just started doing it in China. And when we had a lab leak that led to a worldwide pandemic, guess what I got to do? I got to be the person to tell everybody what you could and could not say, and I got to get be the person who led the narrative yeah. that would protect us against being held accountable. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how it looks. You know, I, I don't know how being after Fauci or being negative toward him or being positive toward him is necessarily political. Uh, he was in charge of infectious disease for Trump, just like he was for yeah, Biden. Absolutely. Uh, and we may not have liked some of the things he was saying, uh, but it's clear to me. And again, this is not should not be a Democrat or Republican issue. This is a science. None of us want to get sick issue um, that he was not forthcoming with the committee or the American people. And at at the at the very worst, he lied about it. Yeah. Uh, the very best, he was not forthcoming. He knew this was going on. He knew he'd give them money, and he's playing loosely with the term "gain of function," so he can say, "No, we didn't do it," just because it didn't meet. You know, it only met seven out of eight steps instead of all eight, uh, and and it would have been a big help to know where it came from. So we can make plans not to let this happen again. But how how are we Thank supposed you. to defend for a worldwide pandemic when we don't know where the last one came from? Right, and 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 I think it's getting more and more obvious what happened. That was always the most logical narrative, anyway. But you weren't allowed to say it, and you were called backward. Oh, yeah, even well, even we got off saying it because we we thought well, you weren't supposed to say. It. I mean, we because we didn't know, and and plus Fauci, Trump. Mm-hmm. That was Trump. And I, how the Democrats embraced Fauci after Trump had put him in that position was always kind of weird to me. He must be able to win everybody over no matter where he goes. <laughs> yeah, all right. And then, of course, our stupid society that worships, worships celebrity, then we made Fauci out to be some kind of cute little celebrity that, that we couldn't question. And people talking about how much they loved him and all this. And and he even even commented on how everybody adored him. Um we see that's the kind of stuff where we, you don't question people because you get so caught up in things like celebrity and cult of personality, and and he got himself in a position where you weren't allowed to question him, and then beautifully, also got his hand on benefiting from what he he declared to be the solution. Yeah, it's always good to get a second opinion. You know, mm-hmm. health, cars, anything you're having worked on, mm-hmm. uh, and then make an informed judgment on your own and in this case we were riding one horse in one lane and wherever that horse went we had to follow and it turns out that there may have been uh, conflicts of interest there. And, isn't it funny how these same people would just collapse on their backs and rightfully so if somebody uh, developed um uh what is it uh, i can't believe i can't think of the word right now we we try to keep you from having a monopoly yeah i mean if you Fauci was a walking, talking monopoly. Yeah, yeah. vertical monopoly. He was a yeah. vertical monopoly, which we're supposed to be against. Well, it's I, because it causes problems, and you see now the problems yeah. that cause. I'm controlling the narrative, and I'm also pointing you to the solution. Yeah. And I'm in all of it. Top of the hour, and you just heard it straight from their mouth. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. He's here, and he's ready to go. Now, the story that you had... To start this hour, and I saw a headline, but I don't know the story, that somehow Fox News is 
is uh, got some sort of lawsuit against them. Well, or something? they they reached a last minute settlement with uh, Dominion, settlement? Okay. Dominion Voting Systems on Tuesday in a case as it raced toward opening statements, paying out more than seven hundred and eighty seven million to end a colossal two year legal battle. Right. Fox News' $787 million settlement with Dominion Voting System is the largest publicly known defamation settlement in U.S. history wow. involving a media wow, wow, wow. company. So, uh, the deal was announced hours after the jury was sworn in in a Delaware Superior Court. Rumors of a settlement swirled in the courthouse when, after a lunch break, the proceedings dramatically ground to a halt for nearly three hours without any explanation. So they're saying that Fox News went after their system and tried to accuse it of cheating in the election, and no one's ever been able to prove that, so they've been defamed? Yeah, and they were asking for $1.6 billion, so they, they got about half of what they were asking for, although that is nearly 10 times the company's evaluation from 2018 wow. and roughly eight times its annual uh, revenue wow. in 2021, according to court papers. That's big. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hefty. But if you're in media, but again, this goes back to what media has become. We've gone from we're journalists reporting the news to we're, really we're opinion programs uh, where we give you our opinion on the news while reporting it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know the details of, but apparently the, whoever was representing Fox News says, hey, guys, we're going down. Uh, or we just need to we're, we're bleeding and we just need to settle and get out yeah well they were going to uh to drag rupert murdoch to the stand they were going to bring uh hannity tucker uh carlson uh they were going to examine emails text other type of uh of issues that probably nobody wants uh drug through open court um and um you know a lot of this though was actually trump's uh legal team you know, that was that actually brought this to the forefront. So if you're reporting on what the legal team says, I don't know where that would be uh, defamation. Question. Of course. Silly question time. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have, uh, I'm just saying stuff here, umbrella policy or is this covered, are they protected through Good some question. type of policy or are they having to, because they're not just going to come out with just a checkbook and write them, a check, right? Are they covered? You know, Speedy, I don't know. This doesn't say, but I, I know most of the times they would be covered. Uh, uh, it's called blooper insurance for mm-hmm. these kind of things. So um, I don't know how, if it was a settlement, how that would work. I, I just don't know. Mm. Like I say, you don't, you don't have a lot of these because defamation is difficult to Hard prove. Hard to prove, yeah. Hard you to have prove. to prove uh, that the company was damaged uh, by what you said, and you had to prove that they were doing it on purpose. Um, and that goes back to where some of these emails and some of the comments that some of the hosts were talking about uh, off air saying, you know, we keep give, we keep running these stories, but w- where is the proof? We're not having any court cases. We don't have anything yep. prosecutable to go on. Where, where are we getting this at? So I think some of that kind of played into the whole deal, too. Yeah, I think it did. And, and, you know, I think you can easily prove there was intent to do damage because just simply by the words that a lot of the hosts used, they did intend to do damage. Um, and I guess they're coming back saying, now you've left just reporting what Trump is saying about us. You're saying it too. And, uh, and you have damaged our product, but you never proved that we've done what you're accusing us of doing. I, I'm just trying to simplify it right, for people like right. me. And, um, and I, I guess they felt like 
a settlement was the best thing for that uh, organization. Yeah, Dominion still has pending lawsuits against other uh, TV outlets, including Newsmax, uh, Newsmax, uh, ONA, and uh, against Trump allies Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Mike Lindell. Oh, wow. Lindell's got pulled in. Yep. Going after the pillows. Mm. Love that pillow. Mm. (laughs) I just love it. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. But, I mean, if you're Trump, especially Trump, I mean, you see the Cohen thing right now. Right. If Trump was the company, he would be doing the same thing they're doing. He wouldn't allow somebody to to what he felt was, was defaming him without going after him. So really, he this this company is going after Trump the same Trump the same way he would go after them if the roles were reversed. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very complicated. When you, right, you right. get into political season, you know, a, a lawyer again. This kind of goes back to the due process has mm-hmm. to be able to stand up and defend their their client. Yeah. So by defending their client, can they be defaming the other side? You see what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. this really gets into tricky area, and with the media too. I. I Again, I know that uh, Fox wanted this to hurry up and go away, uh, but I, I don't know that they could have won the case, really, because of the way the law is written in this. Yeah. Well, this is um, where where they had problems, and, and please, those of you on the other end of this that are, are, have now become your own mob, I don't know what happened in the election. I don't know. I, I'm going to break it to you. You don't either. I mean, but but we've all seen we've seen what looks like evidence that there was some tampering, and then we've have, we've had attempts to prove that in court that have failed. Right, right, right. So if you go they, after they somebody, couldn't prosecute, right. they couldn't come up with prosecution. Yeah, if you evidence, if you yeah. go after somebody like a company that that does voting machines, and you say they rigged a United States election, mm-hmm. you have to prove it, or they're coming for payback. Mm-hmm. And and if you and if you miss proving it, here they come. Well, again, though, if you're covering this story, and the attorneys for President Trump mm-hmm. are up there saying that the election was stolen, and you're relaying that information because they said it, you you have to have some coverage in that. Yeah, but you've seen Tucker and Sean. You know they went further than that. Well, I mean, I, they start really, develop, they start developing their own opinions about it, <laughs> and uh, it, if they were just simply reporting what Trump's lawyers are saying, they probably wouldn't be in a, in the court. And and Bubba mentioned it that some of the emails saying how um, you know the election denial is is crazy and and things like that, uh, their private correspondence did not match their public reporting. It's one of the main sticking points is why is. Dominion was able to win this, from what I understand. Yeah, and um, well, and again, they didn't win. They never, they never made it to court. So yeah, right. got to be well, clear. Fox just thought it was better to right. go ahead and end this than to have to have all that debated. Now, how much money are they getting? Uh, Seven hundred eighty-seven million. Mm, that's, I'd call that a W. Uh, yeah. Well, they wanted one point six. Yeah. So, well, but fit. you know how you fish. You, the number you ask for, you know, you ain't getting that. <laughs> you know. It. Well, <laughs> the, again, double it. I, I don't know. Because of the total revenue of the company, yeah. I don't know that they could prove they were damaged that much. Right. You could say, yeah, right. Fox was well, out that to part, kill us. Yeah, no, that part I don't but, know. Yeah. But I agree. You, you, again, these defamation and, and libel cases are, are very specific to it, – it, it's hard to prove. They're well, really hard to prove in court. If they have a, a, you know, a defamation 
insurance. And if you're in our our business, people try to sue you for all kinds of things. So it's it's pretty normal to have some sort of the insurance company may have come to him and say, look, yeah. guys, we, we got to write a check. And if y'all go in there and lose, we're going to have to write a big right. one. Let's get out of this thing. And Fox, or they probably, may have gone in and then Fox probably said, yeah. we're going to have to bring all these people in. All of yeah. our hosts are going to be in. We're, we're, we're better off to right. we're better off to just just go. I'm not saying that they're not admitting they did it. Yeah. It's just that um, they um, that 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 bunch they were they were mad being accused of cheating. Um, and um, did they cheat? Did they have something wrong? I, I don't know. Uh, Sixteen minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> oh, that is good. They oh. stay up late. Oh, that's so well. Uh, non-binary SNL cast member also comes out as not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Did y'all watch that? Right no, away? I haven't seen it. Is it supposed to be a bit, or is there somebody really... It, 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 nope. I, yeah, I, she's no. the new cast member, and she's non-binary. Yeah, right. But I mean, I'm non-binary. okay. So it's not they're, they're not doing a character that's non-binary. No, the, the actual. I, I see. I see. Yeah, and it's, mm-hmm. it was bizarre. She she flew in yeah. on the harness like Chris yeah. Farley did. Remember back in the old, in the day? Uh, Whoa, yeah. comparing this she to Farley. Like well, she oh, looks actually, like Chris yeah. Farley, but she is not funny. The whole I watched the entire thing, and I'm like, this is like Hack City, weird, not funny, woke. Odd and overcompensating I, at, yes. at, at the cost of the actual show. Yes, right. It was bizarre, and even Michael Che, who is an criminally unfunny person himself, oh. he can't even <laughs> believe that he's having to sit here. Like it is. Right. I mean, it was when Michael Che thinks you're not funny, then you're in yeah. a bad spot. Yeah, she does kind of like Farley in a wig. She does. Yeah, yeah. She does. Now he, I think he's pretty funny when uh, him and the other host write jokes for each other and they have to that read them is verbatim. Funny. <laughs> now that is funny, and, and they're all that's very racially yes. insensitive. That's and, uh, absolutely funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they get tickled before they even do it. Go, yeah, I can't believe you don't make me do it. That's having a good time. I sent this one to y'all on tax day. Zelensky drives by in a Ferrari to remind Americans the importance of filling out your taxes. How much you need, Zelensky? More. More, more, more. Okay, we can't question it because we'll be called bad people. Yeah. We have discovered more Chinese police stations. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you more know, of we, those? Had the, uh, we had the breaking news that we actually mm-hmm. had the Chicoms operating a police station to deal with dissidents in New York, in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying that uh, there appears to be as many as six more of these operating in the continental United <laughs> oh, States. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there's, uh, of course, another one operated in New York City, one in L.A., according to this. Uh, there was one in San Francisco, Houston, Minnesota, and Nebraska, of all Nebraska? Places. I was just there. In Omaha, Nebraska. No! Yes. Because I was about to say, it sounds like all the cities where Satan has his office. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but anyway, the... It, the story says, while it's unclear uh, if those outposts are being used as clandestine Omaha. police stations... Safeguard defenders noted that Chinese security forces often use nonprofits and community groups as a front to spy sure and harass do. on dissident overseas. Sure they do. Dissidents overseas. So yeah. they're keeping an idea on Chinese nationals who mm. may not be holding the old corporate line there for the company. I thought it was odd when we brought that up and Fauci immediately said that all this was caused by a bat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. I thought that was odd. 
but uh, but anyway, these are naturally uh, occurring police shotguns. stations. Yeah, they said that they actually. <laughs> They said it really what they they wondered how they would get in the country and set these up, and they said they just walked through the southern border. Oh, wow. uh, so uh, so anyway, there you go. So more of these, and and there. So anybody that they feel even within this country that are Chinese nationalists that have come here, if they act like they're not playing for the home team, they'll go get them. Yeah, apparently so. Good yep. night. Wow. Uh, all right. So then we have this terrible footage today. This horrific New York City parking garage collapse. Yeah. How about that oh, in Manhattan? Man. Yeah. Wow. Good night. So wow. So um. Oh my God. This is like. Oh, this is like. This that's, that's a pile of cars, y'all. That's, that's bad. bad. That's so not good. I can tell you that. So I hope nobody was the, in there. They but, said wow, the uh, cars. so wow, far. Wow, the cars. So far, there is uh, one death and at least. Uh, five injured, but really, it's hard to imagine there not being more when you see the footage. Mm-hmm. Does it ever cross your mind at all when you go into things like you know multi-level parking decks or anything like that? Anything I, I like assume this? they're not going to never, okay. never does that thought enter my mind. Okay. Not yeah. even, not even remotely. Yeah, no. I assume. Yeah, I, I do sometimes. I think, what yeah, happens no. if this thing flattens out here all of a sudden? I've never thought of that. It's I will now. It's a lot of weight. Thank y'all for yeah. putting that in there. Well, when you have uh, stories like this, you can't help but think of that. It'd be my luck. I, now, see, this time I would be able to find my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By man. the way, that's a terrible feeling when you can't remember where you parked oh, in know. a parking yeah, day. Yeah, it's yeah. just awful. It is. And it's happened to me more times than it should have. And the, you know, I'll tell you, the one that burns me the most is the bring your parking ticket with you. And you have to pay inside before you go back to your car. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the one that always... That one will get you. Yeah. You really need to pay attention to those signs. Yeah. And you know, that's not my forte. Mm-hmm. Adler sent uh, a picture yesterday of someone parking in a parking lot. I saw that. I and was like, I don't understand some of these people that you can't wow. get between the lines and you just get out of the car thinking that's fine. I mean, if you're a little close, I'll give you better. When yeah. you got your tire on the other side of the line, mm-hmm. that's crazy. How bad does yours <laughs> have to be when you look back for you to go back in and adjust it? For me, yeah. it's got to be pretty bad. It's got to be bad. If I'm close, I'll leave it. Yeah, if but I'm, I'm talking not, about if I'm not touching the line, I guess I'm going to go yeah, into my place. I go. I wish that I'd done better, but I'm still good. Right. Yeah. If I'm touching the line, then I'm like, all right, that's technically a bad parking job. You can see it. Mm-hmm. I've become so dependent on the backup cameras because I love to back into a spot because I got the big old lift kit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's and, much easier and to it back mean, in. And it means business. To pull in. But I've noticed those backup cameras for the ones I have. Anything, anything remotely goes wrong with the weather. <laughs> any amount of rain of any kind, oh, yeah, you can't see anything. Right. And so then I panic because I'm so accustomed to yeah. watching. You got to go back to the mirror. I don't, I don't know how to look over my shoulder <laughs> and do that straight up anymore. Right. This person needs a backup camera too. It seems right. Look at that. I don't know how you walk <sighs> off and leave that. You I, see I that when you're leaving. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. was at the hospital when Ezra was was born. I was running to the parking deck to get a blanket or something. I don't know. I was in a hurry, but I had to stop and take a picture of this because it was so bad. And they backed in as if, hey, oh, hey, I'm back. I can and usually back, back in people mean business. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. They, want, they want to get away. Yeah. You know, they want to be able to leave quickly. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty bad right there. The, uh, the New York <laughs> City parking debt collapse, um, those people pay so much yeah. for yeah. those oh, parking spots. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. what we pay in rent in the city yeah. of Birmingham – you would pay for a parking spot in the in city of New York. Yeah, you, you I, know, I know too. I, I was wondering because they said Manhattan is that the one where the naked cowboy 
uh, has his place oh, that he wow. comes out of. I think wow. it's where George Costanza is parking cars. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> when they get lost in that parking deck, that's a classic episode. God, yes, hey. yes. You know, the thing about that one, too, it looks just like it was a, an old building they made into a parking deck. Yes, deck, you know? it does. It Evidently, does. they did, and they didn't do very good. Do I see moving around in there? Yeah, yes. yeah. I wouldn't wow. be walking under there. Unless you're trying to get out. Do you of make course. any effort to go to your car and get stuff out? No, if it's in that pile, no. I don't think they would allow it. Right. Uh, just guessing. Yeah, I mean, but depends how important <laughs> it is. Look, you don't want anybody hurt, and there's is, no, there of is course a we don't want anybody tragic, hurt. But think about the hassle. Think about the hassle. Oh, if you're oh, not in your car and you come out, what you, a go, you go, well, so my car's in that pile, right? But kind of goes back. Kind of goes back. Look, is there anything? You know, we all have gotten to the point that we panic if our phone goes down. We didn't realize how much we use it. Mm-hmm. If your automobile goes down, but a year whole life just went. Oh down. yeah, yeah. About, I mean, it, about an adjustment. Oh, huh? but you think they would let you back in as a parking deck, like to get your chapstick or something? <laughs> that, well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> My Oakleys, they're Oakleys. They're oh, there. go ahead, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, honey, how you doing? Good. Hey, I'm not going to make the ball game today. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, my car's in a pile. Yeah, I can't see. Wow. <laughs> Don't know how to get and, home. And even if if a friend <laughs> hey, or family member they lose their car, it it becomes so inconvenient because oh, yeah. you, now you got to get them around. And I mean, we're really dependent on our car. Oh, Bubba, sure we are. There's cars and phones. The freedom that comes with an automobile. Yeah, fantastic. Yep. By the way, I found that Tesla you and I rode in yesterday a little hot in there. Uh, well, well what's, you what's, know, this, I, what's this window I, bowl we got over the top like we're in a fishbowl? Yeah. That was hot. Well, they, you know, it's supposed to give you a better view. Hot. The what? The sky? Yes. Well, yeah. Like this sky beautiful view. stars. Well, I got, I, how about this? I, I, I rode <laughs> in. You better be looking ahead. I've now rode in a, twist, a Tesla twice in the last two weeks. <laughs> last week, the guy that, that was really, really into it and had a show enough good one. Yeah. He said he had to go get a cover to put over it. It made the car so hot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see that. You can't close it? Apparently, shade, apparently no of course, conveniently, Elon probably sh- sell you a shade for it. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. but he said that the co- the the that the uh, it's unbelievable that the uh, that the air conditioning cannot compete on a really sunny day with the heat that's coming through this big Wait giant bubble. Yeah. Yeah. really. And we get, he had to shut it down. State of the art, and we can't come up with nothing no better than that. Well, you know, I was fiddling with air what? a little bit yesterday because yes, I, I was like, it was hot, hot in here. I, I was hot. It's hot in here. Yeah, I, I was like, cool car, but not cool temperature. Can you make a retractable <laughs> something? If I don't want it, I can push a button. Yeah, well, a lot of cars have that, though, but there, there's a cover right, you, you can slide See, there, this, he, there's you, the, the roof is uh, like, it's like a bubble. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. And, and it gets hot. You Think about the sun shining on you. Ever been sitting uh, next to a wind in your house yeah. and the sun becoming through? Yeah. Oh, you ever burn your, you ever burn yourself on the seatbelt as a kid? Oh yeah. Oh, that giant ball of fire, <laughs> or your back of your legs on the, the hot giant leather ball seat. of fire. Isn't it amazing? Bubba said this yesterday for sun to be ninety three million miles away and still that hot. Yeah, so <laughs> that's hot. That's, that's a lot hot. of heat, boys. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show right here tomorrow. Rick, we want everyone to be here. It's going to be a big and busy show. It's a little thirsty, a lot going on, but we want you to be part of the process. Don't you miss it on a brand new Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.